Welcome to Module 5, Tags and Keywords, Marketing versus Unmarketing. So what is marketing and SEO anyway? So marketing is where you try to basically reach a bigger audience with your blog. And SEO, or search engine optimization, is basically when you try to optimize your content and your site for Google or other browsers. So a question that I get a lot is, should you market your blog? And my answer is kind of mixed because I personally don't market my blog right now. And I actually have a whole episode on why I don't market my blog currently. And I think that is the, the last episode in this module. So you're going to you're gonna have to learn how to do everything. And then you can see why I don't market my blog. Um, and so, um, some of the pros and cons of marketing are, so the pros of marketing would be you get to reach a bigger audience and honestly, marketing can be fun and it can be kind of exciting, but doing keyword research and trying to plug everything in, especially at first is kind of time consuming. And like I said, back in, I'm thinking it was module one episode three, what's most important when you're first starting, I said that I don't think that you should try to market your blog until you've got some established content up. And so get your ducks in a row before you kind of go tell the world. And so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm, not, I'm like I said, I'm going to talk about more of that later. But one of the pros like would be like you get to reach a bigger audience and one of the cons for sure would be it takes more time and if your brand isn't looking good you don't want to give people a bad first impression and so another pro though would be like I said you can reach a bigger audience but you'll also get like a lot of affiliate links and stuff and especially if you're doing if you're good at keyword research then you'll definitely get more blog traffic. And so some of the pros and the cons of unmarketing are, so a pro would be it does not take as much time in the beginning. And I'm not saying that if you don't market your blog, you won't get traffic, but if you do spend some time working on marketing, then you will get more traffic. And a con of unmarketing would be kind of, I wouldn't say you're putting yourself in a box, but there's only so much you can do with just like not marketing your blog and so honestly there's only a certain point you can grow and so what I would recommend is while you're trying to grow your brand and your blog I would try to blog for at least three months just to make sure I know that might seem like eternity but it's not eternity I promise um but I would just, just see like that you can actually blog on a regular basis, creating content one or two times a week, and you learn kind of to get in your rhythm, you establish some content. If you've been blogging for three months um, and you are creating two posts a week, that would be, I think, let me see, let's see, sorry, I have to. That would be about 30 posts, so actually about 25, but if you blog three times a week, it would be even more, and so I think that if you have more posts, like that amount of posts, 
you can actually start getting found on Google rather than trying to focus on all of your marketing and stuff. So my ideal, like if I could start doing everything again and I could say, you know what, work on it for the first three months and then you can start really marketing your blog and trying to drive more traffic, seeing what keywords work and what doesn't and like plugging your site with all of these optimization tools and everything. But when you're first starting out, it would seem so overwhelming if you tried to market on top of trying to get all of your post-making system in order and your photography in order and still like your design and everything, deciding what works best for you, how many times you need to post. And I know it's it's a mouthful. It's really overwhelming. So I would st- say try to get your groove. See if you can actually blog for three months and then try to really start working on marketing your blog and google takes time pinterest takes time every place you'll go takes time and so don't expect overnight results when you first start marketing because you can't just market one post and expect that post to go viral you have to do this time and time again that's why marketing can be so time consuming because you have to keep trying out keywords and trying different keywords and it can be really overwhelming when you're first starting. So once you get your kind of your like your blogging groove, then I'd recommend starting to market and just dabble with it. Like try, do, you don't have to do anything because I'm going to teach you how to optimize your site for Google SEO um, and how to do keyword research and all that good stuff. But it's going to take time and I wouldn't recommend trying to download every little tool that will squeeze into browsers and try to find everything at first because you aren't going to know what to do with that information. And this course isn't a blog marketing course. It's how to start a blog, how to start and create a successful blog or add some success to the one you already have that's not doing too well or maybe your blog's doing really well and you just want to work on growing it with these tips and i promise they will help you if you apply them the only way that these tips will not work is if you don't apply them and that is the most important thing so keep that in mind keep those tips in the back of your head if you're just starting or maybe if you've been blogging for a while and you know you can create good quality content then you can try to work on marketing your blog but remember True success doesn't happen overnight. It's taken these amazing professional bloggers years and years of hard work and effort to get to the place where they are today. Welcome to Module 5, Episode 2, Categories versus Tags. I get the question all the time by other bloggers, what is categories and what are tags? Like, are they important? Do I need to use them? What should I be using them for? And I admit it, it can be overwhelming. And it took me a while to figure it out too, but they're actually really important marketing tools, especially tags. So categories help people find content on your site and tags help people find your blog on browsers, on the browsers. They help people find your content on the browsers that they're looking for. So categories basically just help you organize your site and basically help people find the content on your site, which is really important because sometimes I, I talked to one person, they were like, 
oh, so categories don't matter. I'm like, no, categories, they, they do matter. And so it's not that they don't matter, but I would kind of say tags are more important. But categories are really easy. They're easy to do. And you can do them quickly and it'll seriously take you 10 minutes if you don't have a ton of content. Like if I try to revamp my categories list, which honestly I really need to do, um, then it would take me hours because I have so much content on my blog. And so yeah, there's no way of like quick editing. I'd have to like, I actually have to go into every single blog post and edit, which is very annoying. Um, believe me, I've done it a few times before. Just like when I'm revamping what my blog is about. Because I've done that, yeah, a few times. But anyway, tags help people find your blog on other browsers, as I said. So tags are keywords, basically. They just call them tags. I don't know why they don't just combine the word tags and keywords. Like T-words or something. Maybe, I don't know. Or they just call it keywords. I mean, I guess there is a little difference to it. But basically what you're going to do is you're going to research your keyword. You're going to do keyword research. I'm actually going to teach you how to do that in just a minute in the next episode of this module. And so you're just going to type in your keywords, which you've already researched. Just don't type in anything in there. And by the way, if you're clueless about key- what keywords are, keywords are basically words that people would type in to the browser when looking for content on Etsy, on YouTube, on Google, on Pinterest, those are keywords that people are typing in. And there's a really easy way to find out keywords that's free. You don't need any tools, you just need your brain um, to do. I'm going to teach you how to do that in the next episode. But for now, basically what you're going to do is you're going to take the keywords that I'm going to teach you how to research. And you're going to put them into that tag box. And then you're going to publish your post. And then it takes a long time for Google to respond to it or Bing or any other browser. Um, it takes a long time. and But eventually what will happen is that they'll see that you've got all these tags. And once they see that you're getting some traffic, then they will promote and they will bring your thing up. So the more views your post gets from outside like your current blog readers the more the faster I should say it will move up in the search terms and believe me people don't go onto the 10th page of Google so it's really important to have a site that is appeasing to Google and is optimized for Google and to make your post if you're going to market your blog as optimized for Google and SEO as possible I'm going to teach you how to do that in the next episode This is just kind of a little overview of categories and tags. So I hope if that was a question for you, this kind of makes a little bit more sense now. And you now know how to do categories and tags. And they are very easy to find. In fact, just let me show you really quick. It's going to take a minute because I don't have my site pulled up. I'm so unprepared sometimes. But basically, I'm just going to go to my site, blog posts. And then I'm just going to go to drafts and I'm going to click on a post that I've been working on today. And then I'm going to go to document. This is wordpress.com, by the way. So then there's like a little link when you go under the document and the settings and you can go categories. And basically, I'd recommend having five categories, maybe five or six. 
I really need to revamp mine. I'm going to be honest. I have like 20, so I'm so lazy. I don't want to do this, but I might just do this tonight. Um, so but really you should only have five. And so mine that I'm going to narrow it down to are actually, I'm thinking, excuse me, random posts. Actually, I think I'm actually going to narrow it down to photography, lifestyle, inspiration, Etsy, and fashion. And maybe I'll do like, maybe I'll do like art or cooking or something. I don't know. So anyway, that's just what I'm going to probably end up doing tonight. And then the tags, there's a whole little category thing for tags. And you're just going to see this box. So let's say I was writing a post about, I had done my research, was writing this post, and some of the keywords that I'd found were, um, you do it yourself. You're just going to type it in and click enter, and then you can remove them. You can add as many tags and as many categories as you want. And I would say the less categories, the better, and the more tags, the better, because I guess you could maybe like put like a million tags on there. I mean, I you can do it, I guess, because there's really no limit. I mean, it might the program might fail before you were able to do all of that, but you could seriously put hundreds. You could probably put a thousand tags on there. I've never tried it just because I kind of think that would be a waste of time because. I think sometimes when you like overload the browser, it just doesn't know what to do. And so it'll just put it on the back. But honestly, that would be an interesting thing to research. So let me know if you do research that because I'd love to hear how it goes. Welcome back to Module 5, Episode 3. I'm super excited because today this is one of my favorite topics, teaching you how to optimize your blog for Google SEO and teach you how to do keyword research. So this is probably going to be a little bit lengthy, but it's going to be really fun nonetheless. And I promise you're going to learn something from it. So first I'm going to teach you how to do keyword research. So let's say you get a really good idea. Uh, and this is all free, by the way. So you get a really good idea. You want to teach people how to make, how to make slime without glue because I know slime has been something that's really popular for some reason like I personally don't get slime um I think it's kind of icky and gross and stuff but yeah so I don't like slime but I know so 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 many people do so I just thought that would be a really good generic example so we're gonna go over to google and we're gonna type in how to make slime actually i just type in how to make and slime is one of the first things that comes up so there's how to make slime without glue how to make slime with borax how to make slime without borax how to make slime with glue how to make slime less sticky how to make slime with kide how to make slime with baking soda how to make slime easy how to make slime videos so let's type keep typing in without glue so it says then there's one that says how to make slime without glue, how to make slime without borax, how to make slime without contact solution, how to make slime without glue or borax, glue or cornstarch, shaving cream. Ew. Sorry, that's just gross to me. So anyway, you're going to take these keywords that you're finding. And these are keywords that you're finding if you didn't know. So basically, I'm just going to go to another little page in OneNote and I'm just going to make a page. And so how to make 
a line without glue post. So I just titled it. And then I'm just going to type in keywords. And then I'm going to make a little list of all the keywords that I am seeing for it. So one would obviously be how to make slime. How to make slime without glue, because that's what we're doing. Without glue. How to make slime easy. So those are three keywords that we can use. And the thing is, none of those with borax. I guess if you're using borax, so I guess you could add that one. We'll add that one. With borax. But the thing is, you can't add how to make slime with baking soda because i guess i mean if you're using baking soda but your main focus is how to make slime without glue and so that should kind of be your focus you can still add all of these into your tags i mean you can't obviously add with glue because not only i mean that would be lying but i mean that's not i mean it's a big deal but it's not that big of a deal but it's actually going to make it seem, it's going to make it, it's going to screw up Google and it's going to screw it up. So you don't want to do that. Only make sure your tags and your keywords define your post 110%. So I've taken this, I usually recommend getting three to five keywords. So mine are how to make slime, how to make slime without glue, how to make slime easy. Those are four. And I'm not doing a video, so I can't really say video, because obviously people are looking for videos. So I'm going to go, I'm going to write up my post. So I'm just going to write my post. And so my title should definitely include my main keyword. I'm actually just going to highlight it. How to make slime without, that's my main key. That is what I'm doing. I'm not teaching you how to make the easiest way to make slime. Or how to make slime with borax. Those are just some extra things that I'm adding in to try to get more views and more features and stuff. So, but the main thing is how to make slime without glue. So that should be my post title. Slime without glue. And you need to plug that in. So for my introduction, for me, introductions are always so hard for some reason. I don't know why, but they just are. So how to make slime without glue. So so I'm just gonna say hey guys welcome oh my gosh I can't type today back to today's post post today I'll be showing you how to make slime without glue so then we've included our keyword, our main keyword, how to make slime without glue. Then you could proceed to say, this is perfect for those days you want to make slime, but don't have any glue or something like that. I know that kind of sounds cheesy, but just play around with it and get it. So my introduction, my, well, my title says how to make slime without glue. Hey guys, welcome back to today's post. Today they'll be showing you how to make slime without glue. This is perfect for those days you don't want to, you want to make slime but don't have any glue. So it has the keyword. It's kind of cheesy, yeah. But anyway, and then I'm just going to hit continue reading my little read more. And I like to change it to continue reading, but that's just me. 
And then the rest of the post, you can just post your tutorial and use the tips that we've already talked about. And then for your image. So why is this important? It's important because Google actually looks at the image too. So for your featured image, you don't have to do this. You could just do like a picture of the finished slime. But you should also put your keyword on how like your keyword on the image in pretty big letters because Google is advanced enough that it can read those letters. So how to make slime without glue. So you could put like do it yourself tutorial. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through it and then I'll show you it at the end. So I'm going to go to unsplash, type in slime. And so, goodness, they don't actually have a lot, which I'm kind of surprised. They only have like five. They actually really have only like two. That kind of looks like slime, I guess. So, that's kind of weird, but okay. We'll use it. I'd recommend taking a picture of your own slime, because actually that's too weird. I'm not going to use that. That's like... Ugh. Okay, so anyway, I'm just going to tell you what to do then. So, take a picture. I'd recommend taking one if you're doing a tutorial about slime. Unless Unsplash posts some really good ones in the next little bit. Because they just had this one, like, a green rubber toy. And then another one that looked like someone was squishing something. And it looked really gross. I don't know why it looked gross to me. It just did. So, I'm not going to use that. And so then what you're going to do is you're going to type in maybe do-it-yourself tutorial kind of small how to make slime without glue and then type in your blog url and it's really easy if you want that's how you should optimize your blog for google seo and that's how you can do it it's really easy um and i'm not going to go into everything about like google analytics and all of that which don't get me wrong is really important but we just don't have time to do that today and I'm still trying to figure all that kind of stuff out. But this is the way you could easily plug in your keyword into your title, featured image, and first paragraph. And you can also research your keywords. And you can do this for any topic. It doesn't have to be slime. It could be like how to edit your book. How to edit. How to, how to use Facebook. And there's so many, how to use Facebook ads, how to use Facebook portal, how to use Facebook stories, how to use Facebook for business, how to use Facebook messenger, how to use Facebook watch, how to use Facebook live, how to use Facebook marketplace. And there's even like how to use Facebook. So there's so many options, but I will tell you this, when you're typing something in, let's say how to use Facebook and so those are things, the things that pop up are the things that people are searching for. That's Google is giving you so much information and it's not that hard at all to find. And you can do this with any search engine. That's what's awesome because they're going to show you what's popular and what's popping up. So, but you can't type in and you can't use this as your focus keyword, how to use Facebook and Instagram and um, Snapchat and everything everything at the same time you can't do that how do you use facebook and instagram and snapchat and everything at the same time like what the heck no one's searching for that well maybe some random spammer is but the majority of people are looking for the things that pop up 
So type in some things like how to use Facebook. Facebook and the things that are popping up are the things that people are looking for and this is really great if you need post ideas so kind of just search under your niche so let's say if I needed a post idea I could just say like pop Euler teen girl gifts oh that's something or I could type in teen girl um, teen girl books teen girl Christmas out ideas outfits room decor gifts 2018 dyes comforters bedroom ideas christmas gifts gifts great ideas those are great post ideas for my niche or um fashion we could do fashion like fashion fashion week 2019 i could post about that fashion designer fashion bug fashion jeans i guess i don't know what that is but anyway sorry i bumped my mic um you can get so much information from google and they're giving it to you for free you don't have to do anything for it except go on google and look and you can do this with a bunch of different browsers so you've got your post optimized for all different browsers now it can be kind of tricky to find the keywords that perfectly describe your item and they don't have to describe it perfectly but they do need to describe it 110 percent every single time and so it's kind of hard to find those keywords sometimes and people that people are searching for and with things like google analytics you can actually see how much they're searching for them which is good and really important when you get more into it but for basics and beginners this is amazing it's such great advice it's the best advice i could give you because it's really easy and it doesn't take forever. I mean, it can take forever. And if you're doing it for every single different browser, then yeah, it will take forever because you'll have to figure out how to get all of those keywords into the image because obviously people look for different things on different browsers and such. But yeah, that is a really quick way to optimize your blog for Google SEO. And you can really do this with any browser. And remember, don't just put any random tags in it. Don't just put anything in it. Look for those keywords because if you take just a few extra minutes and look for those keywords, then seriously, you will get so much more out of your post that you deserve. And the reason you're not getting it right now is not because you don't deserve it. It's because you don't know how to reach the people. They're already on Google. They're already looking for this stuff. They're doing their job. You just have to do yours. Welcome back to Module 5, Episode 4, Why I Don't Market My Blog Currently. So I've actually kind of surprisingly had a lot of questions like, how do you market your blog? What do you do? What are you doing? Like, And the truth is, right now, I don't have enough time to market my blog. I do kind of plan on experimenting a little bit with it this summer and stuff and trying to get into a groove because I really want to grow my blog and I really want to work on that. But right now, I just don't have enough time to focus on that while I'm trying to grow my business and grow my brand. And I also want to focus on creating really good quality content. And so that's really what I've been working on for my past few posts, like Hopefully you can see that things are starting to step up a little bit, but I've really tried to focus on creating better quality posts instead of just junk because I really want my blog to be a really 
nice place, a really established place and everything. So right now I'm trying to establish my brand. And so this summer, summer of 2019, I'm really hoping to get into marketing my blog more. And that's something that's really, really important. I really want to experiment with more and try more. And I'll promise I'll teach you once I figure out all the Google Analytics stuff and such. And so right now I'd say I'm really working on creating quality content and establishing my brand. So yes, I believe that I will be marketing my blog sometime in the hopefully near future. And I'm not against marketing blogs or anything, but it can be kind of time consuming and it can be a lot of work at times, especially at first. And so I really want to work on getting into a groove with like my business and stuff before I kind of start marketing everything. So if that I hope that answers some of your questions. That was just a little thing I wanted to throw in here.